Welcome back to Bit Different, everybody. This is Satine. And this is Rob. Hi. Hey, Rob. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, so sleepy. I know. How are you? It's just one of the... It's. I think it's because it's getting hot, finally. Yeah. So we're getting tired. And here I'm wearing jeans like a sucker. And it's really hot where we're yeah. recording, so... That's okay. I'm sorry. But that's okay. It's summer. It's summer. It happens. Yeah. The fan is nice, though, actually. That helps a lot. Okay, good. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> um, what have you been up to? Oh, well, I guess it's more of what haven't I been up to, because Comic-Con came and went, and this is the first year in six years that I haven't gone. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, I got some really nice messages how I was missed, so that was really nice to hear um yeah it was the 50th anniversary right I, I don't know i think it was and so they had a lot of really great stuff showing especially in hall h this year which we'll talk about in news um but i missed that i didn't i do miss it but i miss it like i miss disneyland like i'm tired of it for at least now and i need to get back into it maybe next year but if i can get a badge again but I couldn't. I just couldn't do it this year. Plus, I'm working for Steven's company again, and doing capture again. So you know what? I'd rather make the money than spend the money at this point. Yeah. Well, it's like <laughs> so. I've I've yet to pay for Comic Con. Like I when I used to go is because I had a professional badge, and you had a place to stay. Yeah, and I had a place to stay down there, and yeah. so it was like the whole reason to go, and or like I would see a client or something. It was always work. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I haven't gone for a couple of years now, just because my professional badge expired. Yeah. And uh, I know I'm... that's why you sent me off to collect exactly. your, your yeah. goodies. <laughs> I need you to get all the Mondo stuff for I know, me. If I can. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I usually feel like the internet kind of gets me all like filled in as much as I need for yeah. the most part. Totally. I just like last year, it was just parties. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. I think I stepped my foot in the actual convention and that was about it. So I was like, it's. If I really want to go, I can go still because I don't need a badge for any of the fun parties. Well, it's, it is kind of cool that, like, that Comic-Con has yeah, gone so far past the convention center. Yeah. So, um, but maybe one day we'll have our own panel. That's, right? That's the bit different dream. Right, we've, we've done the LA one. Yeah. Now we need the SDCC. Let's do it. So, what have you been up to? Uh, I mean, it's the same. What have I not been up to? Uh, I've... Like, I don't know. Um, so last uh, for the last little bit, Todd and I have been house-sitting for my mom uh, yes. across town. And um, we're both kind of ready to go home now, um, which, like, we're on Too the Too much last... of a good thing? Yeah, we're on the home stretch. It's a couple <laughs> days. It's just, you know, it's a nice house, but it's not where our stuff is. Yeah. And it's amazing how quickly you realize, like, a week and a half in, oh, you can't really trim your beard without your beard trimmer, which, you know, lives in a drawer at your house, but you don't really take it with you when you go somewhere. And so it's like, great, next time someone's in the neighborhood, swing by the house and get this thing so we can bring it to this other house that we're staying at. So you can bring it all back later. Exactly. So <laughs> we can forget it when we go home and then come back at a later point to come collect it when we can't trim our beards at home. Luckily, it's not too far. No, it's not that <laughs> far away. But like, it's just, it's a thing where like you kind of realize a lot of just day-to-day -day shit that you use, you don't have. Like, and for a while, I didn't know if I was sleeping there or at home, depending on how my day was going. Like, if I have a super late day at work, I stay home. Yeah. Then I started keeping my toothbrush and my night guard in my backpack at all times. And last I checked, I'm not backpacking through Europe. 
I fucking have an apartment. <laughs> I'm in my mid-30s. Which is even closer right? as far as your travel. Yeah, it's like I'm in my mid-30s. I don't want to be living out of a backpack anymore. So um, it's been fine. Happy to help out, but also very happy to be nearly done. Yeah. Because I'm ready to go back to normal life. Yeah. Um, but you got your use out of it. Yeah, it's been cool. Like we, we've <laughs> we've hosted a brunch at this ha- at the house, and um, we hosted a game night um, just a couple days ago. You were there for that for both of those for both. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, it's like at the game night we've got like some people played Coup, Secret Hitler, Betrayal at House on the Hill. Oh, that game is so scary. And uh, Todd and some people did an entire puzzle. <laughs> yeah, an actual like <laughs> thousand piece puzzle. <laughs> Which was like a Christmas scene. It was a Christmas scene from Charles Wasaki, I think the artist is. Yeah, those like seventies looking like Apparently, landscapes. Those <laughs> those paintings and and puzzles like Todd grew up doing. Like his I mom, his mom loves that artist. I love that artist too, actually. And like, <laughs> so we went to like the Target near my mom's house, and I don't know if it's like this everywhere, but um, that Target seemed really small and like it wasn't really um super well stocked. And their board game section was, like, completely, like, almost totally half off. So, like, um, he found five more of those puzzles for $5 each. Ooh. So he bought up. a bunch more. And um, I found the game Pandemic for half off. So only 20 bucks instead of 40 So I'm looking forward to playing that sometime. Oh. But, yeah, other than that, um, we finished Stranger Things Season 3. Oh, me too. So good, right? <gasps> Season three made me re-fall in love with that entire series. Because, like, I liked season two, but not as much as one. And three was just so fucking great. Yeah. (laughs) It was everything you'd want, I was surprised how gory it was, actually, compared to previous seasons. Was it gory? It was violent, and it it had a lot of goo. Just a lot of goo and viscera, kind of. Like, I was kind of surprised how... how, um, dirty it was yeah like it just it had a lot more goop and grossness going on than than previous seasons yeah it's very invaders of the body snatchers it's very it's very different yeah but it um i i really enjoyed it it had a very uh very cool 80s vibe to it It the other ones did too but they all have like you know the first one's very stand by me in goonies where this one's more like more of a mall scene. Yeah, mall culture. Yeah, mall culture. So every I was like, um oh, what was that mall movie I was watching? The Mall Sicker? <laughs> no, it's like with the little robots. Shit. Chopping Mall? Chopping Mall, thank you, Mall Sicker. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Chopping Mall. I was like, where are the robots? <laughs> Um, yeah, I was actually really surprised. And, like, and a lot of characters that I didn't really like love last season, I really liked them this season. Yeah. With the exception of of Billy, whom I never like. Yeah, he's but, a jerk. Um, but yeah, like I really, it was a it was a good. And season. then the new characters that were introduced or got like larger roles were really fucking Seriously, good. I love what they did with Max. Max was so cool. I loved Robin. Um, and I love that Robin is Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke's. I loved daughter. Erica. Eric, she was so funny in season two, and she was amazing this season. Duh. Yeah. You can't have America without Erica. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing a plan called Child Endangerment? 
Yeah, no, Erica was great. She was good. It's, it's a really good eight episodes of TV. Like, I want to say last season was nine, so they dropped an episode, but it's it was, it's like a tight, good... It's compact. It's yeah. Like, yeah, you're never bored. It's a really good season. Yeah, like, um, Winona was great. She she was more subtle. Yeah, yeah. Winona was a, a kind of a lot before. Um, although she still, she had her moments. She had her moments, which felt like her moments rather than just her character was crazy the entire time. Yeah. Um, yeah, there were just really cute moments throughout the entire thing where I was like, oh my god, I'm going to hate this character. And they were funny. And I was like, how did this weird mix of characters, like when Winona and the cop and some other people were in the car, without me saying yeah, anything, yeah. I was like, how is this even funny? Well, it's at one point... <laughs> but it is. At one point, Todd like looked at me, he's like, I can't believe this season is juggling like three distinct sort of plots yeah but they they actually all fuse together really well because honestly like yeah like the the winona crew has a great kind of arc the steve crew has a really great arc the rest of the kids have a really great arc Mm -hmm. like and i have to say like steve went from like my least favorite character of season one to like my favorite character on the show yeah like i absolutely love steve the hair harrington yeah um and i loved um what was her name robin 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 was great too. She's real good. Yeah, their dynamic was super. Yeah. So, so. I'm glad you finished it because yeah, it's just that, like <sighs> Todd and I were good. We didn't binge it. We watched like one episode a night for a while. Um, and for about eight days. Yeah. Um, and loved it. And it was also very heartwarming and heart and disheartening and sad and happy and funny. It it gave me all the chills the and season, all the emotions. The season had stakes, yeah. like for real, real like, stakes. Yeah, very. Like the real writers stakes. are like, what are we gonna do? To make this worthwhile. Yeah. So. They did a good job. Yeah. Um, Todd and I also saw Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh. And? It's so fun. Yeah. And Tom Holland's adorable. Of Jake course. Gyllenhaal is dreamy. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, it's a fun movie. It's very cool. Okay. I have to watch that. That you do. That I do. You have to get me to a theater first, though. <laughs> I still haven't seen Midsummer. That's the one I really want to see. And everybody's talking about how great it is, and I just... Yeah, take your own advice and go. You know you want to. I know. I'm so bad. I went to the beach instead on Sunday. Checked out the boys at the gay beach. Oh, yeah. Will Rogers. Yeah. Ginger Ginger Rogers. Rogers. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. So uh, that was fun. Nice. Um, But yeah, didn't have time for a movie between your event and the you know what i you now that i'm working i'm actually getting out of the house when i when i don't work i like stay put and don't move oh that's funny because yeah i feel like i guess like when i'm not working i don't leave the house but when i am working i don't get to do anything yeah so i'm uh, trying to make the most of my time yeah while i'm happy (laughs) (laughs) um yeah uh oh i big little lies i don't watch that show oh you need to todd todd's up to date. He finished the season. It was last great. Night. I enjoyed he, the ending. He did not love the season finale. I did. He said it was like like he came downstairs and I it was, was like, like murder she wrote. Well, I think <laughs> he came downstairs and I was like, "How was your show?" And he's like, "It was an episode that felt like well, that was an episode of a TV show. Like it was just like well, yeah. that was an hour of TV, not like anything absolutely amazing." He yeah, was, he was a little disappointed. Well, the last two episodes were very. Um, court driven so it's like mm. a court case that you watched which i love i love any movie that has court case in it 
I love um, in the garden, uh, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, because half the movie is fucking in the courtroom. I hated that movie. I see, but I, I love I, it. I, I enjoyed the book. I, I did not care for that movie, oh. but I don't like Clint Eastwood's directing style very much. Fair enough. So that's like a personal thing, though. Fair enough. Yeah, a lot. Of, I mean, it has like mixed reviews anyway. But um, yeah, anything like that. Did you watch Chernobyl? No, I haven't seen it yet, oh but I need to. Oh my god, you have to watch Chernobyl. I know, that's another thing. It but is I have to five, see Euphoria. It is five hours Chernobyl. of amazing television. And Euphoria is very I cool. I still have to see Fleabag. Which, yeah, Todd watched Fleabag. I haven't watched that yet. I still, I mean, there's just so many shows. My head's spinning. I haven't even started Pose. That's how bad of a person I am. So, I have to do that too. Um, Yeah, but whatever <laughs> you need to get more like you know cool with binging stuff i know but see I, because i've been streaming more i'm mm. trying to spend more time streaming and promoting that got and it since i have a sponsor now which is the sunday scaries i've been trying to promote on the well that's Instas. fun yeah um it's um i've been wanting i want to be promoted by the sunday scaries well we will be oh, okay at some point. Okay. I mean, I have stuff, but yeah, we'll okay. do an ad. Okay. Because <laughs> I have I have stuff. So, anyhow, um, what are you playing? Well, um, I've been playing a little bit of Ghost Recon Wildlands, which I know is like two years old. Um, but the game's actually really fun. I was kind of surprised how much I'm enjoying it. Um, I'm playing it alone, which it's a game that's meant to be played with like a group of four. Okay. Um, but nice if you play by yourself, it gives you like three cpu helpers and they are not useless it's actually kind of amazing you can have them like mark people and they have this thing called sync shot where everyone just shoots everybody at once mm. and so you can mark i can mark up to three people and yeah. when i fire at a fourth one they all take down their individual target so four people drop at once oh um but yeah it's been fun like it is a big open map where there's kind of danger everywhere and i'm only like 124th of the way through the map so like it's a substantial amount of game i do not know if i will finish it yeah but I'm actually kind of bummed I didn't play it when it came out. I'm having a good time, and I'm looking forward to uh, Breakpoint, the new one, um, because of this. That's the one that stars Shane from The Walking Dead, John Bernthal. Oh, right, right. A.K.A. Television's The Punisher. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like so playing a little bit of that. Um, but uh, the one I've been playing the most has been um, Judgment, that game for the PS4 that's like a Yakuza spinoff kind of mm. game. Um, it's very Japanese. Um it's so that's game number 14 that I finished this year because I finished it last night at like three in the morning because I kept thinking that last chapter was going to end and it didn't. And it never does. Um, Robbie should not be staying up till three in the morning when you have to work I the know. next day. But I finished it. That's what's important. No wonder you're so tired. <laughs> so um, next up for me is um, I'm going to start uh, dabbling in Yakuza 0 because everyone says Judgment's kind of like a Yakuza game. Um, and then, um, although, uh, Wolfenstein Youngbloods comes out in four days. Oh, right. And once that comes out, I will be playing that co-op with John. Oh. Yeah, I got the Deluxo Edition on, um, Xbox, so I can, uh, invite him to my game for free. Nice. Yeah, that'll be fun. I'm excited about that, because, yeah, we like doing co-op games together. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's what I have been playing and what I will be playing. How's about you? Oh, still Overwatch, as usual, and uh, that's about it. <laughs> um, yeah, but I did play a board game <laughs> at your place called 
Betrayal of House on the Hill. Woo! Is that what it's called? Yep, Betrayal of House on the Hill. Yeah. Um, Can we talk about that? Yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, So, basically, what's the kind of, where you have to discover the map as you go? What's that called? Like, in a video game, it'd be roguelike, but I guess, or it's, like, procedurally generated. It's a randomized board. Yeah. In that, like, you build the house as you play, and so depending on where you lay the tiles, the house is different every time. And so, you're basically one of five or six characters, well pieces but there's up to like 12 different characters you could play with different stats and depending on the character like me i chose this little boy who was kind of well-rounded with everything uh there's a girl you know a little girl and i was an old professor old professor so like standardized like horror kind of characters and so anyway you're going through this house you're discovering it at some point a haunting happens, and the haunting reveals the enemy in the group. So which somebody betrays you. And there's like, was like I think 150 or no, or 100 different haunts that could happen. So like at the turning point of the game, you can have one of very many options. So far, oh. I've played it twice, and I've had two very different experiences. Oh, tell us, because I've yeah, tell me. So the first time I played, um, I became like I was the the traitor. Yeah. And so um, I became a gelatinous blob whose <laughs> goal was to kill all of the people in the house. Um, and I had like special powers. Like when it, when the haunt happens, both the heroes and the traitor each get their own set of instructions. And there are some things that only the traitor is allowed to know and something that only the heroes are allowed to know. And so, for example, like um, the heroes, their goal was to um, either I think all get out and then they had to like roll a certain amount of dice to like board up the door. Uh-huh. Um, and get out, or they could overheat the furnace, which would cause a chain reaction and burn the house down with me in it. Oh. So my goal was either then to kill the kids or to get out of the house. And um, unfortunately, when that happened, it was, wasn't the best game because um, when... Did you get stuck? Like, when I became the blob, there happened to be somebody in the furnace room already. Oh, And no. so they instantly over like overheated that or whatever, or and um and then within three turns the house had burned down, uh, with me in it. But like there were some cool abilities, like like let's say like if I'm in a build or if, uh, one of the things was if if I was in a room with an outward facing window, so say like, uh, the observatory or whatever, like you know, um, I had the ability with a certain dice roll to punch through the window and grab anybody that had escaped the house and pull them back in. Oh my god! It's like it's a special ability that a lot of, not a lot of people knew I had. Um, I never got to use it, but um, that so would yeah. have been cool, right? It's a You'd fun like, ability. What the fuck? <laughs> so like, yeah. So when I played last time, I became a gelatinous blob. This time, um, our friend Kelsey became a werewolf, a lichen, yeah. And um, so she had a dog that she could send scouting out to bite people and turn them. Now, but was the dog something she acquired before, or did yes. she get the dog anyway? She had the dog before. But if she didn't, would she have got the dog? If she didn't have the dog, we probably would not have had that haunt. Gotcha. Because the haunt was, it just, it's determined on how many omen cards are in play oh. and what the actual most recent omen was that triggered it. Gosh, which I think the dog yeah. was the one that triggered it. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. And so, like, because they're not going to give you that one, because, like, part of the terms of her being a werewolf is that you have to have the dog, I think, in your possession. I see. So you can send it out to bite people. Oh, wow. Um, and That's yeah. dope. And so she was able to turn people with bites, um, and so they started working for her. And then, yeah, we were on the hunt to discover the revolver and, and create silver, silver bullets. bullets. Yeah. Otherwise, all the damage we did to all werewolves was halved. 
And they're very strong because they gain a point of whatever they want every round. So they're basically invincible without that revolver. Yeah, and it took us too long to find it. So, um, And yeah. we're so scattered around the map because the haunt happened as we were like in four corners of yeah. the house. And then we all got stacked in the dining room, which was a bad place to well, be. Well, and I got stuck in the basement <laughs> trying to find my way. This little kid crawling through the vents. It literally <laughs> reminded me of Erica from Stranger Things 3. <laughs> and so I felt like Erica trying to find the, you know, like, how do I save my friends? Yeah. And, um, yeah, unfortunately, I got turned into a lichen. Yeah, and, and yeah, I died too. Yeah, so we didn't win. We did the, not. The werewolves won. But so. it was fun, though. Well, yeah. technically, we did win because we all became werewolves. Well, not me because I actually never became a werewolf because oh. I didn't roll for my sanity. Oh, yeah. Okay, then. Yeah. So I was she literally dead. All right then. And so yeah, that's how the that's how the cookie crumbles, or that's how the dice rolls. Yep. Or that's how. Can I keep going? Sure. That's how uh, we do it. This is how we do it. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, would you like to learn something, Rob? Or you have sure. other things you played? Um, no, that's all I played. Well, I'm down for learning. I am too because. I'm about to choose our word of the week as we speak. Oh, shit. So, the word of the week is... Oh, that's a good one. Ooh, that's not... Cosplay. Well, I know what cosplay is. It's like costume play. Dressing up as a character or, you know, sort of fandom kind of uh, thing, typically in a convention setting. You got it. Yeah. It's a noun. (laughs) It's the art or practice of wearing costumes to portray characters from fiction, especially from manga, animation, and science fiction. Very topical with with Comic-Con just happened. Yeah. I'm so good at this. Yes, you are. Or maybe Dictionary.com is really good at staying on top. Still, I'm kind of surprised that the Dictionary, you know, bothers to find words that are, uh, you know... Appropriate. Also, not even like worldwide. Uh, I guess yeah. I wouldn't kind of pay attention to San Diego Comic Con. Not just people yeah, in California. That's that's a world event. Yeah, because there were some announcements for Pride. You know, they have a lot of like Pridey kind of inspiration words. So, all right then. Yeah. So they stay on it. Nice. So they keep my job easy. Well, it's time for some sort of frontier. Well, it's time for the vinyl frontier. All right, then. You like that? Yeah. Um, so uh, two kind of cool ones recently. Um, through Black Screen Records, A Plague Tale, Innocence, which had a very good soundtrack, yes. just got uh, released for pre-order, which I did. Very cool. Um, and this one is super exciting, although it's a little bittersweet for me. Um, so Laced Records, um, they are releasing a two-disc soundtrack of Bloodborne. Oh my god. Which is awesome and I've already pre-ordered it or I've already, you know, ordered mine. Um the bummer is though, they made like a special grim green colored version that they only had like a couple of hundred units of. They didn't make very many. Uh-huh. And by the time I got an email from them saying that anything was on sale, the green sold one out. was long sold out. Like I read an article saying like, "Oh, Bloodborne will be up for pre-order on Laced." I was like, "Oh, great. Let me go to the website now just to sort of see if there's anything there." Everything was already up for pre-order, and it was already gone. And I'm like, I didn't even have a chance. So that's a bummer. So, but I got the black one. It's eBay. Cool. Yeah, I, I don't want to pay an arm and a leg for the same record in a different color. So totally. I may just 
have to accept that I'm not going to get it. But I did get the black vinyl, though, and I fucking love that soundtrack, and I love that game. It's so, terrifying. Totally worth it. <gasps> there won't be the... That's probably not. the most horrifying sound ever. That's, I hate the crows that sound like dogs. Yeah. The crows the that big, bark. The big scary ones. Mm-hmm. Those are yeah, cool. I don't like that either. I love that game so much. Uh right. Well, I've just been re rereading the last wish. Did I talk about that last week? Mm-hmm. Okay, so and for and the I long... scolded you for rereading that book, but you did see you were reading other stuff too. Yeah. So right now I'm at the part where one of the short stories where Geralt and Dandelion are walking along. Geralt's like, nobody needs a Witcher anymore. We're we're kind of like losing. There's I have I'm gonna have to find another job because I'm poor. I need work. And people are starting to love monsters. Like, oh, they're bad, but they kind of help at the same time. Like, they keep rodents away. It's like spiders. Right. Except I hate them. Yeah, that's how it is with these monsters. Yeah. So they're they're trying to figure out what to do. And there's this devil that's um, basically laying in the pasture, eating the turnips and the cabbages and all the stuff. But he's keeping the rats and shit away, too. So they don't have a harvest, but they also don't have a vermin problem. So it's it's one of those another like, what's the worst evil? Do yeah. we get rid of the devil, or do we let it keep going? And so it's yeah, short stories. They're cute, little morals. Um, so that's where I'm at right now. And I think the next story is actually the Last Witch, which is where Geralt meets Yennefer for the first time. Got it. So and they fight the djinn, which is one of the the side quests in The Witcher 3 ah, called The Last Wish. That makes sense where then. Where you fight a djinn. Wait, wait, hold on. Slow down. <laughs> I probably talked about that a hundred times, but there's a hundred and one for you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so no graphic jam, but it was a book jam. The book worm. The book report. <laughs> I like that. I could do that. Uh, yeah, news? Um. Well, I mean... Let's talk about some Overwatch news first. Oh, yeah, sure. Which we have lots to say here. There's a couple of things here. There's a couple of things. Um, well, first, we could talk about the role locking situation, which is yeah. a new component of Overwatch where you will um, choose a role to begin with when you start a match, and you're going to be stuck in that role for the entirety of the match because they want to... Well, well, people in It's the also league, a thing to keep proportion of certain roles, Right. right? So you don't have five DPS people. Right. So what they did was they asked people, professional players and people in the league, what they feel like would be the biggest thing to help the game be better played. And so they were like, we need role locking because it has to be a more balanced team. Otherwise it's goats all the time, right? Yeah. Or some DPS bullshit. It's something, you know, things that shouldn't be happening. Like you can't win with certain kinds of characters but people just want to play those characters yeah uh which is fine i think that's still going to be available to do in an arcade mode but i think the actual game is going into this role locking mode where you have to play a role and stick with it because yeah it's for like the pro and competitive scene for a more competitive yeah match and a more equal um yeah match so that's happening and there is a new character that's been announced called Sigma. And he is basically the Lex Luthor of 
Overwatch. He's an old bald man who is in a big machine that looks like a Voltron. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I'm not quite sure what he does per se, but he is a tank. So I'm glad we are getting a new tank because it's been a hot. Well, we had Hammond. But he, uh, he doesn't play like a normal tank. He doesn't play like a normal tank. He doesn't have a shield. He doesn't really protect the team, except he does like crowd control mostly. But we need a tank who has like another shield. So hopefully this guy does. Like I'm, another Reinhardt or Arisa kind of. I'm going to guess he has bombs, lasers, and a shield. That's what I'm going to guess his thing is. And I'm sure he could fly. He'll probably be like the first tank that can fly other than D.Va, who kind yeah. of just kind of soars up and down. Yeah. That's what I'm guessing. Well, let's talk about the real important news in Overwatch. Oh, what I missed. That there's a new Hanzo skin. Oh, God. And he's so Hanzo's so, so hot right so now. So hot right now. And I love that like, the so internet hot. is all sorts of like into it. Oh, I've already seen like tons of hentai. Just abtastic <laughs> Hanzo. He does look like he skipped leg day a few times. But, um, his little chicken legs. Yeah. He still has the same old chicken legs he always does. He's but adorable. like you can see the tattoo on his right shoulder now. And uh, yeah, his hair is his is cute like little, little board short. And he's in like a headband, I think. Right? Isn't he a headband? Uh, his, his hair's hair in a ponytail, is in a little bun. Yeah. yeah. And that like um, his little sumo wrestler bun, and his little bang is still there because it's too short to get to be held in the the thing. His little bang. He has like a, a vest on, or a... it is. It's like an open shirt, I think. Open shirt. He has cute little tsunami looking shorts. Yeah, he's got little sandals. Board shorts. Little. Because he has a nice butt too. Yeah. So. so. And also, Torbjorn has a pretty, <laughs> uh, pretty revealing new suit as well. I feel like the bear community is probably going to be all about him because he's all sorts of like he's so exposed gooey. belly and short shorts. He looks kind of adorable. Oh, he looks amazing. His hammer is one of those blow up hammers. Oh, and it makes you... like a squeak noise, yeah. right? That's amazing. His um, his turret is now like a water gun. Well, it looks <laughs> like a water gun, but it shoots regular bullets. Um, he got a water polo helmet on or like cap he is yeah and like he's not wearing a speedo but it's like he's wearing like some some like square cut short shorts and he's and he's got some thick legs so they kind of disappear kind of under his tummy and like in his legs like it looks like a speedo yeah even though it's not yeah so he's quite adorable yeah very fetching Um, and those are the kind of the main two those are the two hammond is now the um, lucio ball Oh, so yeah. like now when you play Lucio Ball, it squeaks like Hammond. Every time you say that, I keep thinking you're saying Lucille Ball. Oh, as in I love Lucy. Lucio Ball. Ball. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah, the most important stuff though is really Hanzo and Torbjorn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're cute. They're the real three thousand coin. Prizes. I'm gonna get the Hanzo because I can't wait a year. I want that Hanzo so bad, but it's like three thousand coins, and I have twelve hundred. I don't play him, but I just can look at him at the load up. Right? Yeah. So cute. It's so nice. Well, that uh, way, if you ever mystery heroes, you have like a super awesome uh, Hanzo skin. That's true. That's worth all the coins. I like mystery heroes. I don't. Yeah, no one does. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. I have some more news. Yeah. So, a couple weeks ago, I can't remember if it was Kotaku, I couldn't find the article, but they talked about the hashtag Embrace Death, which was like the hashtag for Samurai Showdown, Showdown, which I happened to capture for. And Steven is the one who wrote that hashtag. That was his Ah. 
his um that's basically his first viral quote that's fun so he's very excited about that and i want to give him a shout out because we both worked on that marketing franchise and um i think we did a very good job nice so, mazel tov mazel tov yes your turn um well comic-con uh happened and um i have like a list of all like just some announcements from comic-con there was Go. so much shit that Go got announced for it baby uh well Let it give it to me we got suck m- it to me baby uh-huh uh-huh okay sorry you M- may I? Now. <laughs> <laughs> uh so we got some information on uh the snowpiercer tv show oh like a lot of these trailers i have not watched yet like i didn't even like the movie Okay, then then I'll stop talking. No, but tell me about it. I haven't watched the trailer. I don't know. I like that movie, though. So I I, know. I hear it takes the premise and goes even further with it. I don't like it. It's so funny because I feel like everyone I I had ever spoken to about that movie, like, loved it. And then all of a sudden, I encountered, like, four people in a row who hated it. I just couldn't get on board the Snowpiercer. (laughs) Drone. I love that that director, though. So um, I'm into what they do. Like, I like how he... uh, kind of like blends genre it's kind of wes anderson-y but not at all yeah i would go with not at all well i think tilda swinton makes me always think of wes anderson now yeah except no it'd be like saying it'd be like seeing we need to talk about kevin and saying it feels like a wes anderson movie it doesn't kevin there's a movie called we need to talk about kevin with tilda swinton that is not like a wes anderson movie at all i'm just letting you know my point of view okay and my point of view is Snowpiercer is a so Wes Anderson film. Your point of view <laughs> is completely wrong is what I'm hearing. Um, that's your opinion. Let's go with misinformed. That's your opinion. Okay, yeah, so you're wrong. <laughs> that's um, anyway, so one opinion. Snowpiercer uh, TV show got some um, some news in like a trailer, which I think, which I have not watched. Uh, there was a trailer for Westworld Season 3. Oh, I didn't see it, but I hear it's in the future. I mean, technically the whole... Like, you know, the, right. the, show the future the of future. the future. It's not that far in the future, I don't think, from where season two ended. No? It's just not in the park. Ah, gotcha. Because, like, yeah, I mean, like, we never really get to see real world all that much. True. And so I think it's in, like, the real world. Ah, somebody somebody told me it was in the future. I hadn't seen it, so. It looks futuristic. Okay. But, like, um, I mean, who knows? It might be further in the future, but I don't think that much time has passed. But I could be wrong. I actually, it's I didn't even watch the full trailer. I saw a couple clips of it and i heard it uh while todd watched it and he told me about it afterwards mm. it looks neat though like i as someone who just is am not into westerns i'm all about westworld not being in westworld yeah i love westerns so like, but i'm still gonna like it i prefer like todd said it looked almost like a clean version of blade runner Ooh. which i like blade runner like i like future dystopic settings much more than i like westerns yeah it's gonna be very um detroit become human i could see that being something like that yeah so like i'm hoping that yeah it seems like it's a season that's more meant for me um but yeah and a ton of mcu news happened yeah which is crazy Just, uh yeah shoot Do- it off doctor strange 2 got announced for 2021 yes uh, apparently it's going to be like um kind of horror movie influenced which seems appealing i forgot what it's called it's like Doctor Strange in the Fantastic Multiverse or something. It looks neat. Was this all just part of the Marvel panel? Uh-huh. With the, is this the one Jessica announced? I didn't watch college? it. I don't know. She, um, I know she um, announced on stage the president of Marvel. Oh, Kevin 
No, he's Feige. executive producer. Is yeah. it Feige? I don't have. I don't know how to say his name. Fake. I think it's Kevin Feige. Yeah. So she was saying that was like a uh, all time high for her. So nice. Yes, I as someone like I don't watch anything from Comic Con. Yeah. I just look through my reader and I read headlines, and I'm like, oh, neat. I just Next. saw a picture, neat. and so she she made a comment. But Got anyway, it. so continue. Um, so Doctor Strange Two is going to be like a horror influenced kind of movie, so that looks fun. Uh, Black Widow is finally getting a standalone movie. Um, the Eternals got announced, which is like their new supergroup movie starring uh, Angelina Jolie. Okay. Um, Thor Four, it's called Love and Thunder, I think. Thunder uh-huh. uh, is coming out. That sounds super cool, and it's where we find out that what Valkyrie is uh, actually like truly like officially bisexual, and now that she is king of Asgard, she must find her queen. Uh, and I guess it's introducing um, Lady Thor, played by oh, Natalie right. Portman, which good for them for finally doing something with her because seriously, she was underused for two movies. Yeah. Um, what else? Shouldn't be called Love and Thor, like Love and War, like the book. Then the movie would literally be called Thor Love and Thor. No, just Love and Thor. There's no Thor Love and Thor. <laughs> oh, okay. We're not real, seeing eye to eye tonight, are you're, we? You're just real proud of your dad jokes. <laughs> We're not seeing eye to eye tonight, are we? No. Oh, you're so feisty. <laughs> I just don't understand people who don't like Snowpiercer. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. You can not like Snowpiercer all you want. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, what else? Uh, Blade um, is coming back. I believe Mahershala, Mahershala Ali is going to play him, which is exciting. I don't know if it's a TV show or a movie. I think it's a movie. Okay. But I heard it's going to be PG-13, so okay. that's a bit of a bummer, because, you know, at least we got three R-rated Blade movies already. Yeah. Um. So there's that. Uh, Loki is getting a TV series on Disney+. Plus. Okay. Some people love Loki. I don't know. I'm just I'm just telling the people what is they want to hear. Is it going to be with... Um, Tom Hiddleston? Tom yes. H- oh, so, okay. I believe all of these are the cast members that you know. Okay. Like, I mean, except for Blade, which has a new raid. Right. Um, Hawkeye is getting a TV show on Disney Plus. Okay. Uh, WandaVision is coming to Disney Plus about Scarlet Witch and Vision. Oh, that could be cool. Yeah. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier are getting a show on Disney Plus. Okay. If only I cared about either of those characters. I'm like, you're starting to lose me, Rob. (laughs) Well, I'm sorry. I personally greenlit these shows. How are they going to... Okay, yeah. yes. Keep going. And um, the one I'm actually really mo- the most excited about is um, Shang-Chi, which is the new like Asian superhero uh, movie that they're making with Aquafina in it. And um, I forgot... I think his name is Simu Liu. Um, he's the hot son from uh, Kim's Convenience, currently streaming on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a Canadian actor. He's of Korean descent, and he is lovely. Could he play Hanzo? I guess not. Not really, but he's very handsome, and he's very ripped. So he can be a superhero all he wants. Yeah. And it's, it's actually been fun like watching his social media. He's been retweeting himself from like years ago. When he even said, he's like, I'm not really so much of a sidekick. When do I get to be a superhero? Like, he's like, he retweeted like his old tweets from years ago where he was just like, just waiting for my super suit, kind of like. And he got it. He got it. Yes. Um, 
Also, like, there was an article I saw today saying, like, can we talk about his past in stock photos? Like, they found, like, 11 stock photos that he's in where he's, like, you know, in a multicultural office setting, like, pointing at a computer screen, working together. Like, there's a couple of those. That's pretty funny. Yeah. But, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's adorable, and I'm excited to to see, um, like, similar to, to Black Panther, like, a, like an, an all-Asian kind of superhero movie. Yeah. Dude, that's going to be awesome. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm all for it. Um, And also, seriously, I... It will pretty much, I think, see anything Aquafina's in at this point. She's great. She's funny. Mm-hmm. So. I haven't seen. She was in Crazy Rich Asians? She was. Yeah, I didn't see that yet. I am going to see it. It's, it's on HBO. Is it? I believe so. It's cute. Yeah. I mean, it's a romantic comedy. It's, or, you know, it's. Yeah. It like is what those. it is. It, I like yeah, those. it's not my genre, but, like, I wanted to see it. Plus, a friend of ours is in it, so we kind of, like, had to. Yeah. Um, but it was fun. It's good. Okay. Um. Well, and then, like, these weren't, I, th- I think these were maybe released at Comic-Con or for Comic-Con, but, like, they, you know, I don't, like, these happen to be at around the same time. We got trailers for, the final trailer for It Chapter 2. I know, it's so good. And that's a, that's You a, guys did that? That's one of ours. Oh, it's so good. Um, And um, it looks super cool. Yeah. Todd's all excited. He wants to rewatch the first one now. Um, Georgie. Hey, and- Georgie. And the talk of the internet, though, that trailer to cats is so good. Just kidding. It's, yeah, hor- <laughs> horrifying. Horrifying. Um, Not horrible. Well, it is horrible and horrifying. It's hilarious, though, how much the internet has just, like, kind of leapt on it. Because it's just Tore funny it apart. at this point. Um, and, like, have you seen some of the parodies that people have made? I've only seen like redubs to different songs okay because yeah there was the there was um ian abramson the comedian he overcut it to the remix of i've got five on it from us okay which makes it into a horror trailer now which is kind of awesome oh my god um but uh my personal favorite now is one of our editors at work actually did a mashup of the trailers between that and hustlers uh-huh. that stripper movie with j-lo where he just literally cuts between the two movies and makes it look like he made Hustler Cats, uh, and J-Lo retweeted that. That's amazing. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. super cool. It's really funny. My favorite one so far is it being um, the the song RuPaul's Kitty Girl. Oh, I heard about that one, but I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. That's pretty funny. That's, I feel like this so is the new it, Steamed Hams. It's so funny because the entire trailer is to the same beat as that song, so it's it's pretty interesting i recommend it <laughs> hey kitty girl that's how it goes <laughs> if you wanted to know Good I, times. You did. I, I actually don't know rupaul's music that well so well you shall seriously i thought travis just made up the phrase don't be jealous of my boogie i had no idea that was a RuPaul <laughs> song for quite a while because i thought travis was just telling me not to be jealous of his boogie because i often was yeah so i mean it makes sense yeah. one has to defend one's boogie sometimes yeah. Or excuse my beauty. Excuse my beauty. <laughs> I'm sorry. I won't do it again. <laughs> we'll sell my body no more. <laughs> uh, I'll be a boy for you. Ah, <laughs> uh, sick. Ah, uh, sick. <laughs> God, I love that video. It's so good. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, also, the most important. Can we talk about it? I don't know where you're going with this. The Witcher. Oh, that trailer. I totally forgot to write that down. You turd. Well, we texted about it. I forgot to write <laughs> it down, though. 
Wow, Rob. Witcher is your territory. I stay out of your lane when it comes to The Witcher. You just, as I'm like looking at like the coloring book and seven novels and the co- the comic collection, pop Funkos. You know what though? It's like when you wore that Reaper t-shirt and I was like, what should we call this podcast? Um, yeah, so The Witcher Netflix teaser came out for Comic-Con and the entire cast was there to talk about it. And... Um, as an ultra fan, how do you feel? I don't feel okay. So I think it looks great. I don't feel as strongly about it as the non fans do. Oh, because they seem really interested in it, which is what I love. Because I wanted it to like have a an audience that it really hasn't captivated yet, which mm-hmm. is great. Um. Some of the choices they made, I'm not too keen on yet, but it was just a teaser, so it's hard to really tell what's going on, like, what's happening. But I felt like, um, I think, I, I'm going to ruin her name, but Tricia DeVry, I think her, is her name, is the Yennefer's mentor, mm. who's basically, she kind of, it looks very Hogwartsy when um you know, and she's very in that, high collared top but the sorcerers in the witcher universe are very sexual Mm. and they dress very sexualized and they're not they don't wear stuff like that (laughs) so i'm like oh they're gonna make it yeah they're gonna actually make it look like a school and not like a brothel which is fine I'm fine with it i'm just are you i have to get i have to get over it yes i feel like you're not fine they had they did it for the children okay (laughs) oh for the children yeah so, but maybe you know when the because the sorceresses love to throw parties and there's this huge, crazy part that happens later, but um, and they are very like sexualized, like their tops, like depending on which way they shift, disappear, so you can see their entire breasts, and it's like a mirage. And mm. so I wonder if they're actually going to go that far, which I think they should. They could. So we'll see. Um, the other thing is the elves scene. I thought was too bright. In my head, I always pictured um, the forest that the elves lived in as like a darker, like almost Lord of the Ringsy kind of forest. Um, not Lothlorien, but the other. Oh yeah, Lothlorien. You know, it's darker, Mirkwood, that kind of forest. So when I saw, I think it's called Brockalon. I'm so bad with the names, but um, when I saw that forest and it was like bright and sunny and shiny, I was like. Not quite what I pictured, but it could be just that moment. So we'll see. It could be just daytime. could be just daytime. So I have hopes for it. I think think it'll be fine. It's funny. All the the fears I had based on the still frames and costume tests that got released all went away with the trailer. Like, I thought the trailer looked actually like, you know, high production value. Like, because, I mean, it's like so often it just looked like a costume and like it looked a little hokey the still frames yeah and i have to say like in motion i was like okay fine i'm more on board and actually and i like the fact that yennefer has like that sort of goiter goiter thing like since you were saying like she's not supposed to be pretty until time yeah yeah well tricia her mentor she's the one who's like are you want to become a sorceress you have the gift you can become this most powerful person yeah but you have to give up a part of yourself. Does she give up the goiter? She gives up the goiter to become beautiful, but she can't 
she wants a child. That's oh, like yes. part of the whole her yeah. whole story arc, and it takes away her ability to have a child. So. Well, if, anything, if, she, if she's in love with Geralt, she's not going to have kids anyway, because witchers are sterile. Well, and yet they have Siri. So go figure. But, which, but oh, I thought witchers were sterile. They are. Oh. Um, not a hundred percent. Oh, yeah. It's um, it just depends. Okay. There, there's. You know, there's little loopholes between everything. Sometimes they forget to scrape the bottom Just of the like jar. Just like not all sorceresses are sterile. Got it. Well, maybe all witches are sterile, not all sorceresses. I'm getting confused now. But I know Geralt's mother was a sorceress. Oh, okay. So he was, yeah, he was a special, a special type of witcher. Nice. So. But yeah, so but overall, though, trailer, aside from like the nit, like the nitty gritty stuff of like, you know, where it doesn't line up with the books. How'd the trailer make you feel? Uh, it's great. I think it'll be fine. I think I didn't actually expect it to look bad, even though everybody was like commenting on the wigs and the costumes and all that. I was like, yeah, but once you get the movie lighting in there yeah. and the special effects, that all kind of goes away. And, and it's like uh, Henry Cavill's like more ripped than normal. Oh, he's like the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, he's like bursting out of his own skin. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. He looks yeah, hot. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Especially since they're... They've already um, said they're going to have a bathtub scene. Yep, I think so, there's actually even a shot in the trailer of the of the tub in like the background or something. Oh shit! I thought the, I thought someone was saying that like they could see the tub somewhere. I could be wrong. I mean, there are many tubs in the in the game, so hopefully there the will famous be tub, many tubs, and unicorns. Oh fuck yeah, the unicorns. Um, well, uh, I got like only a little bit more news left. Uh. Space Invaders is officially, I mean, we knew it was being adapted into a movie years ago, but I guess now it actually has a writer, um, and it's being made by New Line, um, and the writer hired to write it is Greg Russo, who is the guy who wrote the new Mortal Kombat screenplay. Interesting. So, um, I do... Two completely different movies. Yep. I do not have high hopes for Space Invaders being even watchable, but as somebody who has a Space Invader tattooed on my back... I at least have to I mention it. I wonder if it's it. going to be like um, War Games. I imagine or, um, it, The Last Starfighter. I imagine it'll probably be like Battleship. It'll be like uh, very loosely tied to the source material with like two jokes about like the 70s. I think if they do it like um, the ones I mentioned, that'd be kind of cool. That'd be better. Yeah. Because seriously. Especially if it was in the 80s or 70s. Yeah. So yeah. It'd, be, it'd be cool if they did something like that. But yeah. Space Invaders. Yeah. That's the thing. And then uh, lastly, um, Lion King came out in theaters, oh, right. and we were wrong. Shadowlands is not in it. Oh, no. The new song for Beyonce is that song, Spirit, and then she had an entire new album that she put out of songs inspired by the Lion King. Oh, sorry, guys. I, that was my bad. I thought I read somewhere that Shadowland was going to be in well, it. Well, you probably read somewhere that Shadowland should have been in it, but it's not. This is way before. Yeah. Yeah, they probably even had the official soundtrack ready. But yeah, like the reviews in that movie are mixed. I But it did break like all of the records this weekend. The reviews I've basically heard from everybody that I've heard reviews from. I haven't read any, but like what everybody's saying is it looks great. They they look, you know, the animation is amazing. Everything looks great. The emotion just doesn't come through. So, that's what I hear too. Which is a huge part of that movie. Well, and I hear some of the song re-records are not quite making sense either. Like, because, I mean, like, when you have someone like Beyonce and when you have 
Donald Glover, who does his Childish Gambino thing, yeah, performing your songs, like, uh, from what I hear during either Can You Feel the Love Tonight or Hakuna Matata, like, I heard that, like, Donald Glover's doing, like, vocal runs. Like, and I think it's, basically, it, I no one said it like this, but I imagine it'd be, like, the difference between watching the animated movie of Aladdin and if instead of during a whole new world, you actually saw Aladdin and Jasmine or their sound alikes singing for them, if they brought in the Pebro Bryson so and so duet and played it there instead. Amazing. It's like, oh, it's the song, but it's clearly like the pop version. Yeah. And so it sounds like that's kind of what happens a few times in the movie, where it's like, and now Beyonce. Like, just Ooh. okay. Beyonce's singing now. Like in you know, so I've heard that and um but like in I've heard yeah, one of the biggest issues is the fact that like they went for such realism in all the characters' faces that yeah, like they are not as emotive as a cartoon was. Mm-hmm. Um as somebody who's not super attached to the source material, I'm not its audience. I really have no desire to see it. Yeah. Um, not that it really matters. It made the hundred and eighty five million dollars opening weekend in America alone. Um, so rev- poor reviews or no, it's like what one of the highest openings. are watching it. It's one of the highest openings of all time. I think it's the number one for July ever, wow. and I want to say it might be like the highest PG opening ever or something like that. Like it's it is a record breaker for being a movie that people are not exactly thrilled with. Yeah. Um. Hmm. But yeah, like I mentioned to Todd, I was like, oh, I'll go see it with you. He was like, based on the reviews and how I just generally don't. Really we'll care. wait till it's on video. He was like, he said he'd go see it, and he wouldn't make me go see it with him. Oh, well, that's nice of him. Yeah. Well, also, Todd likes going to movies alone, so yeah, he doesn't really mind. Um, and yeah, and it's it's for the best. Um, I might watch it later, but yeah, yeah just as somebody who's not super attached, like you to said, it, you're not its audience. Yeah, someone who's not attached to it, yeah. it's not really gonna do a lot for me. I don't think. I'd rather see Midsummer again. Yeah. And you need to see Midsummer, so I guess I should just make time to go. Can we go? Drag you to Midsummer because yeah, I don't think Todd will see it again. And Steven saw it without me. What a jerk. I know, but that's okay. It's okay. I probably wouldn't have gone, but I would have. But I was at the beach. So you wouldn't have? I mean, if I was here, I probably would have gone had I no, known he was going. You would have been like, nah, I'd rather go to the no, beach. No, because I. You like, you like a surfer boy. Do. You like a surfer boy more than you like a <sighs> Swedish horror setting. Are we already on to my crush of the week? Are we? Yeah. Oh, well, I guess, because, yeah, that's the end of my news. That's so. the end of my news. So I guess it is time for some oh, crush. Oh, no, it's not. Oh. It's not the end of my news. So some sad news. Um, a very prominent anime studio in Kyoto um, is has burned down, or at least part of it's burned down because of arson. Some guy who claimed that there's they the studios stole their source material, um, went in a rage fit, put a match to like a gas leak or something like that, or to a gas line. Oh, Jesus! And blew up the fucking place. And what? Thirty three people. Thirty four people died. A bunch of people are in the hospital. Oh, Jesus. Um. Apparently, this guy has had mental issues and problems for forever, and he's already been in jail for like theft or something like that he's cuckoo um and apparently this is, happened two months before completely unrelated but two months before another huge awful disaster happened where this 
like this crazy recluse in also in Japan um went out one day and stabbed 17 high school girls or girls at the bus stop. Jesus. And this was 2 months ago. Well, and like in this this situation at the um that animation studio yeah. um like it's tragic no matter what, but um I heard something that made it even sadder is like of the 34 people that died a lot of them were women and a lot of yes. women and a, like anime is not really a, a field where a lot of women work mm-hmm. and this studio was known for, for hiring. actually hiring more women than most yeah and so it just sucks like this is actually like one of the few places that was really giving women a, a chance a real like opportunity yeah. to work in anime and a disproportionate amount of them died during this this tragedy it's actually really really sad yeah and um it's one of the biggest tragedies since, I mean, in the last few decades since, like, World War, since Pearl Harbor. Since, because yeah, Japan doesn't have that many, like, that. I mean, I guess they have tsunamis and they had that radioactive thing a couple couple years ago. Oh, that's right. That power plant, like, Fukushima. Um, yeah, okay, that's right. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, they have, they seem to have more natural disasters and stuff. They t- tend to not have, like, mass like violence. Homicide. And... Yeah. Yeah, so that's why this happened to actually stand out even more because the violence isn't as prevalent in yeah, in Japan, so so it's really sad and our hearts go out to them and their families and and uh, yeah. And I did have one other oh god, this was funny, I thought. So apparently um okay, so this is the title of the article Fortnite the video game sends a local eight year old to the emergency room. <laughs> okay. So apparently this kid was playing Fortnite for so long that he forgot to use the bathroom and had like I don't know, basically a urinary tract infection or who knows what happened. It doesn't really say they just they had to rush him to the to the room because of he held in his his bladder for so long. And that's pretty fucking funny. Yeah, I mean, uh, to that, I'm kind of just, I, like, wait, where was this? Uh, this is actually Fox News. No, I meant, like, where in the world? Oh, in Memphis. Yeah, where are these kids, where's this kid's parents? Right. And also, seriously, I'm sorry, kid, you lack any sort of... Discipline on going to the bathroom yeah, at eight years old? Or it's that you lack any sort of self-discipline at all? Like, I kind of don't have a ton of pity. Oh, I know. That's why I think this yeah. is hilarious. Yeah, it's just like, it's hilarious and sad. But you know, when you're playing a game and you're just so focused that you just, we're like, one more round, one more round. I do that sometimes. I do get up and pee. Oh, me too. Well, because <laughs> I'm old and I have to pee all the time and I'm on a pill that's a diuretic, so I always got to pee. <laughs> but also, you know, sometimes I got to get up and get something to drink or something to eat. Like I, you know, I, yeah. Games don't really take place of food I know. or bathroom time. So the quote says um, from the one of the doctors they interviewed, it says, as a parent, you should have to look at this as what's the balance here? Is my child doing some sort of activity or are they doing something active? And most parents have a sense of that, but they do need to actually step in and say, okay, enough's enough. Right. So that's the parent's fault. Yep. And the kids' fault. They really both failed. You know what? They're in Memphis. Let's start there. Well, we might have listeners in Memphis. That's just mean. 
but also i want to go to dollywood at some point so is that in memphis well it's in tennessee okay close enough (laughs) it's closer than here that's for sure than here yeah so yeah uh right that's all uh crush is it time for some crush it's time for the crush crush Crush. of the week crush oh no i blew it that time so weak remember the old times we used to say weak and then went back to crush so weak so weak So go go first. What's uh, um, who's the crush? Is it a surfer boy that you encountered? It is named Hanzo. But that's my crush <laughs> of the week. No, I had a no we agree. It's good. It's a good one. It is. Yeah, I mean, we've already said why he's so hot. But yeah, just mm. let's just have a moment. Just ah, mm. Hanzo. Uh, what, also, it's so funny. My my coordinator at work today surprised me with a uh, custom like slate coaster with like a moon and in front of it is hanzo oh my gosh that's so, I've, so adorable now I have a hanzo coaster on my desk can you imagine if they made one of those statues of of hanzo in his little shorts i would buy i used to say like i bought the the hanzo statue that they make uh-huh. and at this point i hate to admit it i would probably buy statues if they did scion casual and summer hanzo i would probably buy all three of them nice they're also special in such different ways they really are we got formal wear. We have sweatpants with high tops. Oh, I would totally get the McCree as oh. a lifeguard. Oh, yeah. Lifeguard McCree. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember you going Google over him last year. I still go Google. <laughs> Google. <laughs> I still Google him and go Google over that. <laughs> uh, summertime Hanzo. You know what's funny, though? They didn't have any women's summer skins other than, like, the basic, like, flags for their countries like may had a chinese flag and yeah they didn't have any legendary women's skins hmm it's very weird maybe the next one will they'll they'll treat the ladies better yeah because there are women who need a summer skin i'm sorry yep. but they do let's but, just enjoy the hanzo while we have it though yeah mm, hanzo yeah, it would be a really cute re- a statue would be the Torbjorn, though. Oh, my God. Seriously, just casually leaning against his, his turret like that? Because it's just so He has such cute. thick legs. He has legs like a toddler. Like, they're these, like, super <laughs> yes. fat legs. Yes, they look like Like, he looks like a baby. baby. Yeah, like, they're just real, like, Michelin man kind of legs. <laughs> um, I have, so That's what my arms and legs funny. were like when I, was a, when I was a baby. I almost said puppy. I was never a puppy. <laughs> I was a baby. <laughs> That's hilarious. You know who I tell I, I prefer dogs to humans, though. Oh, little puppy. Oh, I just love them. Oh, my goodness. Right. Well, that was so, fun. That was fun. Like, seriously, the crush went over twice as fast because we just agree this time. That, yeah. That we can agree on. Yeah. Yes, we can. Right. And speaking of agreeing, we can agree on let's the, get paper. the paper. Out. Yep, here comes the paper. So, because it's can, what we need. Yes. You can follow me at Satine the Dream on Instagram and Twitter or Satine on Twitch, which I'm really trying to build my following. So if you could follow me on Twitch, I would love you a long time. Have you gotten your streaming solution to work better? Or? Yes, I have my new stream up. The only thing that's not working for some reason is that follow- I have like special emotes and things that happen when a follower oh, joins. Oh, like when they subscribe, what have you? Yeah, but their name does pop up on my stream permanently until somebody new that's cool. Is it? So is it the Elgato? Yeah, through the Elgato. I got it to work. Nice. In my through my Mac and my PlayStation. So somehow they all they live harmoniously now for the time being. Thank Excellent. goodness. Yeah. 
Well, you can follow me at Fast Danger on Twitter or at Mr. Gladstone on Instagram and Twitch, where I am not committing my time anymore like Satina's. Yeah, that's okay. Um, you can follow the podcast at BitDiff Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Or you can write us an email at BitDiffPodcast at gmail.com. Our new episodes are on Wednesdays. And would you kindly follow, rate, and comment in iTunes and Google Play and subscribe via Spotify. Yeah, baby. Oh, you better touch that button. So, and as somebody who now has, like, CarPlay enabled in their car, oh my god, seriously, like... It's the best. It's so cool. Like, it makes me want to do, like, everything through Spotify even more than I already did. Yeah. It's great. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Well, thank you and... Chowsies. Bye-bye.